Brandon Spivey here from Markout Movie Podcast, and today I'm going to do Clearing My Cue, uh, a show uh, on Amazon Prime called Crime Story. It was done in the 80s, 1986 through 1988. It went two seasons. Uh, on TV.com gave it an 8 out of 10. IMDb gives it 8.4 out of 10. Uh, I'll give you a little synopsis of what it's about and give you who's in it. Uh, what I liked, what I didn't like, um, but I'll, I'll just give you a little synopsis real quick. Here's the storyline, Chicago, 1963. As head of the police department's major crime unit, Lieutenant Michael Torello must deal with the city's most dangerous criminals, and possibly the most dangerous of all is Ray Luca, a young, ambitious street hood who's out to gain wealth and power by whatever means, including theft, threats, extortion, and murder. As Luca begins his ruthless climb to up the ladder of organized crime, leaving a growing number of victims in his wake, Torella becomes more and more determined to bring him down. So yeah, I mean this, and this cast is a who of a who's of who's. You know, um, I'm gonna mention people that maybe only did once, you know, one episode, but they got their start here. But it really does star Dennis. Farina, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. He plays Mike Torello. Bill Smilveridge plays Sergeant Danny Krychek. He was really good in this. Steve Ryan plays uh, Detective Nate Grossman. He was alright. Billy Campbell plays Detective Joey Indelli. He's really good in this. Paul Butler plays Detective Walter Clemens. He was alright. Tony Dennison plays Ray Luca. And he is fantastic as Ray Luca. He really is. Stephen Lang, if you know him from maybe Avatar and something else, uh, he looked at, he played this, plays the attorney David Abrams. He's got an interesting storyline as well. Um, John Satuki, Tushi, uh, plays Paul Taglia. He's, I hate him so much in the show. <laughs> I hate Polly so much. I really do. Uh, but he plays his role well. I mean, he, I just hate the character, uh, I hate how he looks. I just, I just hate everything about him. Ted Levine plays Frank Holman. Um, Joseph Wiseman plays Manny Wiseboard. Um, then you got J. O. Sanders uh, plays Steve Cordo. Um, he did twelve episodes. Uh, you got Pam Greer's in this show. Plays Suzanne Terry. She's the love interest of David Abrams. Seven episodes. Um, let's see. Uh, you're not seeing anybody worth mentioning, but uh, there's a lot of people. Michael Madsen did three episodes as Johnny Froze. Um, Gary Sinise does three episodes as Howie Dressler. He's a young, he's a young Gary Denise in this. Uh, David Caruso's in the pilot episode, plays Johnny O'Donnell. Uh, that's who Ray Luca ends up killing. To start his rise, Michael Wincott's in this. Plays Bobby Meeker. Uh, let's see. Uh, I will go ahead and say Julia Roberts is in this. I'm not seeing her name. She did one episode though. Uh, James Gammon's in this. If you, I know him from the Major League films. Uh, Dennis Haysbert, who I know as President Palmer for 24, is in this. I mean, this this had a, a lot of young actors at the time making their, you know, pretty much their start. 
Bing Rames is in this. Um, James Ramar is in this. Uh, Christian Slater got his start in this. Well, not his start, but he, he appeared. I mean, it was one of his very first roles. Kevin Spacey was in this show. Uh, I know it's not popular to say about him, but I'm going to include him because he became a big, big-time actor, you know. Um, that may be it. Uh, no? Fred Savage, who I did not know was in this, plays Luca's son. Uh, I honestly didn't... I watched this. I finished this on Friday. Didn't I did not realize Fred Savage was in this. But, uh... That may be the end of it, uh, of who is who, but Michael Rooker was in the pilot as well. He played a lieutenant. Uh, don't think he had any lines. You just saw his face, and I, I marked out when I saw him in it. But yeah, that's a basically it. Uh, what I loved about this show, I loved about it, that is, you know, it it deals with organized crime. I, I'm like, uh. I'm so interested in organized crime stories. Uh, I love seeing how Ray Luca started as pretty much a street punk and rose, you know, to become one of the most powerful members of organized crime in Vegas. Uh, started in Chicago, but then he goes to Vegas, and um, and I love, uh, uh, you know, Torello. I love him, and as he, he's a non-nonsense, non-nonsense kind of a cop who is determined to bring down Luca any way he can by the end of this. Uh, so, I mean, I, what I really li- I liked their aspect of it, tracking down Ray Luca, uh, bringing him down, uh, trying to bring him down, actually. Uh, uh, season one was pretty good. i probably give it uh, a th- maybe four out of five. I mean, this show does have a couple episodes where you're like, oh, I'm not interested, meh. Uh, it also has some episodes that you like, you, you just don't like. I mean, you're just not... And they had one episode, which was just a rehash of everything that happened prior. And I just, I kind of zoned out for that one. But, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, season one was fantastic. Uh, it really was. Uh... Like like I said, a lot of cameos from people that became big stars. Um, uh, uh, Torello goes through a divorce in season one. Uh, he loses friends that get end up getting murdered by Luca. Uh, it it just was a a fantastic season. It really was. But in in the end, you know, there's a street out on the street on the strip of Vegas, and uh, you think that Torello Torello kills Luca, but well, you don't really think it, but he had saved by Polly, who Polly was uh, going to turn him in, you know, and to write him out. Uh, but that, for some odd reason, you don't know this in season one, but he he helps him escape, and uh, you see him in the desert where the military does their little test of atomic bombs. <laughs> And it blows up, and you don't know if they lived or or died. Uh, that's how it ends in season one. But Torello and his men think Luca is dead, and uh, it was just um, you know I really enjoyed season one. Season two started off a little bit slow, but it did pick up. One of the key moments in season two um, is uh, Abrams 
um, I played by Stephen Lang. His character, his dad, ends up getting bombed. It was meant for uh, Abrams. Uh, Luca was responsible. Of course, he told him he wasn't, but he he was he was definitely responsible. Um, it just, just it destroys Abrams, and uh, he ends up going to work for Luca uh, because of it. Uh, it just destroyed him. He he just was you know emotionally done. He he couldn't. He, he just drank himself. It's all he was doing is drinking himself. Pretty much drinking himself to death. And it just destroyed him. Uh, and I loved that story arc there. And um, so he works for Luca. And he's helping Luca. Um, and, you know, and I remember, I remember getting so upset at this character. I mean, everything Luca did to him, he's working for him. I mean, that just rubbed me so wrong. But I'm like thinking of this, if this was real, like during this time, it would be so surprising to see that happen because your enemies become your friends. Um, Money talks, and uh, look, Michael Mann produced this show. Uh, man, it, it was really good. I really did enjoy it. But there, I will say that some episodes are bad. Not every episode is good. Uh, like towards the finale of season two. The last three episodes, the, the let's see, not the finale, but the one before was I was just wasn't very interested. No, no, not that one. The one before that one I wasn't interested in. The third one before the season finale of two I wasn't interested in. The second one I was like it was it was okay. The third one was really good, but it ends with a cliffhanger. Abrams ends up getting shot. Uh, he you find out he's a mole. Uh, he was a mole the whole time. It was his idea. And I, you know, I wanted the mole because um, Torello says towards the end, of four or five episodes in the end, that he has a mole working for him. And you don't think it, I wanted it to be um, to to be Abrams, but I honestly thought it was Matt's uh, because early on in the season, like ten episodes to go, Matt's is gonna work with him. And, uh, turns out Matt's didn't work with him. Uh, but, so that puzzled me a little bit. It's kind of like a plot hole there, but I liked what they did with it, having Abrams being the mole the whole time. But Abrams ends up getting shot towards the end of the finale. Uh, Luca is, they're in Mexico, they go to Mexico, there, there's a court hearing, I know I'm out of order here, but there's a court hearing, Abrams helps him there, uh, but the general they, they're supplying drugs that Lucas supplying drugs to uh, it's all corrupted the whole system's corrupted the military's corrupted everything is corrupted in this show and that's it's, it's real life though I mean you know I wouldn't doubt it for a minute that our military you know supports uh, drug cartels and stuff like that I mean I'm, I wouldn't be shocked you know to hear certain people that do that I mean you know I just wouldn't be uh and I like that aspect of the show because I feel like I feel like it's very real, very raw, and just real. And uh, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm watching a TV show. I feel like I'm actually watching it, you know, actually happen. And I, I love that aspect of it. Uh, but towards the end of it, um, Abrams gets shot uh, by uh, uh, Luca has sent this. Um, I want to say he's the like lead detective. He's not a detective. Like I don't know if he's like a chief of police in Mexico. I don't know what they're called. Uh, didn't really give a name or what they were called, but he is sent out to assassinate um, 
Torello. And uh, Abrams. And Abrams takes the bullet. Uh, and he's dying. And Torello tells two of his men, you got to get him to the hospital as soon as possible. But and, and at the same time, this is going on. It looks like Abrams is dying. Like he's dying right in his arms. So I use Zoom, and it cuts to Luca at the airstrip, about to get on the, his little airplane to escape. And you just assume Abrams dies. But when you see Torello and his men come, uh, you're not seeing the other two. I'm assuming the other two did take Abrams to the hospital. Uh, so you don't know if he lives or dies. And, um, you know, I, and, uh, so Torello and one, and Danny end up getting on a little airstrip airplane and they are flying and Danny's fighting with Mance and Torello's fighting with Luca and Polly for, for, he gets called a dummy throughout the first two seasons by Luca and everyone else. Um, the pilot ends up calling him a dummy. Uh, and so what does he do? He stabs him. I know he shoots him, shoots him. Yeah, he shoots the pilot. He kills the pilot. And he can't control the plane. Because he's an idiot. Because he is a dummy. Uh, so, essentially, he is crashing his plane. And they crash in the water. And that's how it ends. You see Polly struggling. You know he's going to die. He, he's dead. Definitely. But... Danny, Mance, and Torello, and uh, Luca, you, you just assume they all died. And that's how it ends. And I'm like, I'm so disappointed by that ending. Uh, it's a good ending. I mean, it's a good show. And, and it's a solid ending to the season two. But what I what I read on uh, season three, if they would have got a, would have had a chance to do it, they were going to jump to 1980. Uh, so, I don't know. I guess they just died. And, um, you know, that's that's it but I'm gonna give my score now uh, uh I will say this though I really did like the performance of Ray Luca and Mike Torello like those two guys when they're on screen together it's it's dynamic it really is uh the actor playing Ray Luca is phenomenal um am I gonna say this is like the best mafia story I've ever seen or anything like that it's not Goodfellas. It's not The Godfather. I have yet to see Sopranos. Um, but it's a pretty decent, you know, organized crime TV show uh, that was in the 80s that were set in the 60s. So um, for that, I mean, it's it's pretty good. I mean, but like I said, I'm interested in, you know, these organized crime, whether it's a movie or it's a TV show. I'm, I'm very interested in it. I don't know. I just I'm just very interested in organized crime and uh, you know how people start and how people you know get taken out because you can't trust anyone, no one, can't trust anyone. But my score for this would probably be uh, I'm gonna give it a because there's some episodes I really love, but there are some episodes I'm like uh, it was okay. Um, I'm gonna give it a three point five uh, out of five mark outs I, I think it's very deserving I mean some people may give it a four uh, like you know tv.com gave it eight out of ten that would be four out of five with our rating system and uh, IMDb gave it 8.4 out of ten which that would be a 4.4 out of our system but for me I think it's a 3.5 it's close to a four if I had to really narrow it down I probably would say it's about 3.7 uh, but 
I'm gonna give, we don't do that anymore, so we do the, you know, you know how we do our systems. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a, a an interesting show. Uh, I'm very, I would, I mean, I would love, man, if, if he were still alive, you know, the guy, the actor that plays Mike Torello, um, yeah, I've seen him in a lot of stuff. I mean, one movie I can think of is Strike a Distance with Bruce Willis. He's in that. Uh, he's in uh, the Mod Squad movie adaptation. Uh, he gets killed in that really quick. He he was a real cop, by the way. And so I really, I really, I've really loved every time I've seen him on screen and anything he's done. I really loved what he does. He's just such a good actor. I mean, he really was. If he was still alive today, I would have loved seeing Crime Story for today. As in him, I mean, he'd probably be retired, but I would have loved to see him return. Or I'd love to see uh, Billy Campbell still alive. He played Joey. Uh, I think I would love to see this rebooted uh, or remade, uh, for that matter. Uh, I really enjoy the story of Mike Torello and his team trying to bring down Ray Luca. I thought it was just a fantastic story. Now, some episodes are not as good as the others, but overall, the story is really good. I definitely recommend it. I do. If you're, especially if you're interested in organized crime, uh, and I have seen many organized crime films, um, Bronze Tales, one of my favorites with, uh, Robert De Niro, he directed that, uh, Chaz Palomari is the star of that movie, uh, that was a great movie, uh, I think it's an underrated movie, uh, everyone that me and Aaron, if he would like, we could review one day, uh, does it hold up, we haven't done does it hold up in a while, but, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not saying we're going to do that next. I'm just saying if if you're very if you're interested in organized crime shows or movies, I definitely say check this out. It's on Amazon Prime. I think it's a really good. I think it's really good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. If I mean, if there was one character that I just could not stand on screen, it was Polly, and I think that's a good thing. Actually, I think it's a good thing that you couldn't stand it because he was oh man. Even when he was trying to be good, I could not stand. It. Maybe it's the actor too. Uh, it was I just. Could not stand it. He was like a slimy snake, you know, crawling. He just wanted to punch him every time he was on screen. And I just did a sound effect for punching. But I, I really, really did not like him. Uh, but, man, I just did not like him. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, but I really had a great time watching this it took me a little long to get through it um like i said there were certain episodes that just took me out but overall the story is really good i do recommend it i do so but i'm gonna close this out uh but i'm glad i got a chance to watch it i'm now watching friends aaron did a small review of that uh i definitely will review that when i finish the 10 seasons i'm on episode nine i think on season one, and I love it. By the way, uh, I should have watched this when it was on TV, but I absolutely love it. Um, but this has been my, you know, clearing my queue of crime story, and I had a good time watching it. I recommend it. Um, I mean, it had great cast, ladies and gentlemen. It was a great cast, and it was great acting, and. Uh, if you are into that, I recommend you seeing it. And I think I've said it like five times right now. But uh, anyway, I'm going to go. 
have a great weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, me and Aaron will be back on Tuesday. My back is feeling better. I'm going to try to go see 47 Meters Down tomorrow since I didn't get to go see it last week. Get a review up there before the podcast on Tuesday. Um, I didn't get to see any movies this weekend, but Angel Has Fallen is number one. It made $21 million opening weekend, um, which is huge because it was only supposed to do like $13.5 million, uh, and it did what the last one did. And if it does what the last one does... Uh, we may get a fourth London film. I mean, fourth Fallen film. That's what it's, it's called, the Fallen series, for some reason. But I absolutely love Gerard Butler in that role, though. So I will continue to go watch it. I'm going. I'm planning to see it next weekend with Beth and possibly Austin and Dawson. Uh, next week, I'm going to see Riddy or not. We didn't get to see that either. Uh, didn't make much money, so we got to see it next week. It won't be in theaters much longer. But, uh... I don't know. I'm, I'm happy for Gerard Butler, number one. Did as good as the last one did, uh, starting out. Um, so hopefully it continues to do that. Uh, maybe it ends up number one next weekend, too, because I think there's Don't Let Go's coming out, and it's not got a lot of momentum. It's a Blumhouse film, I think, but it's, no one seems to really care about it. For me, I know Aaron was kind of excited to see it, and I'm sure he will see it, and he probably will review it. I don't know if I'll get to go see it, uh, but if I don't, I don't. Um, to me, it was like a frequency remake, reboot kind of a thing going. Uh, a little different, but, you know, same premise pretty much. But that's this has been my review of Crime Story. Uh, I hope you check it out if you're listening to this. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Remember, it is on Amazon Prime. So this is Brandon Spivey, marking out with you, checking out, and I will see everyone again on Tuesday with 47 Meters Down Uncaged Review and the Mark Out Movie Podcast returns. Uh, we, me and Aaron will be back together. But anyway, stay tuned. Uh, I'll see y'all soon. Later.